Welcome back to the 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. My name is Wayne Kimmel, Managing Partner of 76 Capital, the sports tech venture capital company. On this show, I interview top entrepreneurs, athletes, and executives who are truly shaping the overall sports industry. And today we're going to talk sports betting, responsible gaming, and everything about the really exciting up-and-coming G2E conference in Las Vegas in October. And we have two great guests on our show. First, we have David Foreman, the Vice President of Research from the American Gaming Association, the AGA. Can't wait to talk to Dave about all the things that are happening that in, in his world and everything that's going to be going on with the AGA and at G2E. And then our second guest on this special edition of our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show is Corby Carrison. Corby is the event vice president of G2E and is someone who's making all the pieces come together. And you're going to hear about all the exciting things at G2E. But first, we're going to get started with Dave. Dave, welcome to our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, really excited to have you here. Um, you know, certainly we want to talk about G2E and the the big gaming conference. I mean, it's the world's largest gaming conference in the world in Las Vegas in October. Uh, but before we jump into that, you know, at the AGA, you know, you're responsible for putting together a lot of the really interesting research around what's happening, especially in and around the world of sports betting and in the, in the gaming side of things. And I'd love to hear from you, you know, you know, when you step back, um, you know, May 14th of 2018 was such a big day when, you know, the Supreme Court, you know, stated that PASPA was unconstitutional and all of a sudden you can have sports betting outside of the state of Nevada. And now here we are. You know, a couple of years later, and you know, tell me kind of how far we've really come since that day. Yeah, I, I remember it uh, vividly. I mercifully, I was actually on vacation uh, in Europe, and I remember my phone kind of going crazy. And I was fortunate enough to uh, be able to kind of put it down and ignore it for a day or two. Uh, but it was it was a really big day, and I was new to the industry at the time, and I don't think I understood how important uh, it it really was for for gaming. Uh, and really for the whole sports landscape in the United States. I mean, uh, that was only a few years ago. And I think, uh, you know, if you talk to people who have been around politics and gaming a lot longer than I have, uh, none of them would have ever expected that we would have uh, 31 uh, or, or so states that have legalized it uh, just a few years later where we are today. Um, I think I saw an article this morning or yesterday that uh, we just crossed $150 billion in total handle that's been wagered uh, since PASPA uh, was overturned. So I think uh, it, it, it's it been really momentous and it's grown a lot, uh, a lot faster than people have thought in terms of uh, the geographical expansion. Uh, and I think the revenue is, is, uh, is continues to grow uh, at a pretty good, pretty good clip. I mean, year over year through uh, July of this year, we're, we're running 60% ahead of where we were last year. And some of that is new geographies that have opened up this year that weren't there last year. But a lot of it is people, uh, even in states like New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania, places that have been online for a while, uh, continuing to, to bet on sports. Uh, Nevada, I think, is the best example of, of, of the, uh, a storyline that never really developed. Everybody 
at the time you heard a lot of people saying, well, this is really gonna have a negative impact on sports books in Nevada because people won't travel here to, to bet on sports anymore. They'll do it at home. And um, half of that is true. People aren't doing it at home, but they're also traveling to Nevada and continuing to bet on sports um, there more and more than they, they did before PASPA. So, uh, you know, we've seen the market grow and people are, are really excited to be able to do it legally, right? See in states like New York that go from zero to a billion. Um, those aren't people who just saw an ad yesterday and decided I'm going to bet on sports for the first time. They've been betting on sports this whole time. Uh, they could just do it legally now. And, and that's certainly a big thing that we care about at 76 Capital. I know that's a huge thing for you in the AGA. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned earlier, you know, just because we want to make sure that everything's on the up and up and people are doing it right. Um, but, but going back to one of your earlier points, Dave, I mean, you mentioned that we now have 31 states that are live and legal, right? There's five other states that are legal, that are not operational, not operational. And, you know, obviously I'm taking all of this information off of the American Gaming Association site. I mean, you have an amazing site. I, you know, if anyone's out there listening or watching their show, you know, go to American Gaming um, Association's website, you know, with, there's a great map, you know, it's an interactive map to see all the states, where they are, if they're legal, if they're live, if there's legislation pending. I mean, there's, it's, it's amazing to see. I mean, and, and from your perspective, Dave, did you think that we would be where we are today so fast? Um, no, I mean, I, I joined the AGA right before, like I said, right before it legalized. And I think it, the industry, I feel like, having not been a part of it, just looking back, it had, had not really changed a lot. You know, you have a new state ad, ad gaming here or there, uh, one or two iGaming states at the time. And I think, you know, sports betting was sort of, I think the catalyst to kind of expand expand the industry and, and kind of give it a kick in the pants to, to, to move forward a little bit. It brought it back to the top of people's minds, um, right? You, you, casinos are out there, people are aware of them, but they're not uh, sort of a, a part of the daily culture like like sports betting is for some people. Right. I mean, so so with the 31 live and legal, this five that are that are have passed laws, you've, you're 36. I mean, I think most people four years ago were if they would have said we have 36 states at this point, you know, we're like, wow, that's that's a lot. That's I don't know if it's going to happen that fast. And I think that's the how the way that most of us felt. And, you know, it's 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 been amazing to see. And you mentioned that there's been really big you know, um, amounts of money that have been bet on, on sports so far. Um, specifically, I, I know you're you were responsible for a lot of the research the AGA does around how much money is going to be bet or the estimates on what are how much money is going to be bet on football this year. What what are your your thoughts around that? And what are some of the numbers that you've that you've put out? Sure. So um, we actually don't. We try to stay away from estimating the size of, of the actual market and the amount of money people are going to bet because it's so hard to, to get people to, to project that legally. But in terms of uh, participation this year, we think more people uh, overall are going to participate than they ever had um, before. 18%, almost one out of every five adults uh, in America say they're going to bet on the NFL this year. Uh, and that's, up, that's only up a little bit from last year. That's up about 2% from last year. And when we talk about betting, on the NFL, uh, kind of broadly like that, we mean you know going to a sports book at a casino to bet, um, betting online, whether whether legally or or illegally, uh, betting with the bookie down at the corner, uh, betting with a friend, you know, on the couch on Sunday afternoon, uh, or participating in a paid fantasy uh, 
uh, league of some some kind. So it's a kind of a broad universe of betting. Um, and when you look at it that way, again, large chunk of Americans are going to bet uh, on the NFL this year, and it, it's up modestly. But I think the interesting thing is that the the shifting uh, of people between all those different groups. Uh, overall participation is up about 2%. But when you look at the number of people who say they're going to bet online this year, almost half of the people who are going to bet are going to bet online this year. That's up more than 100% from two years ago. It's up 18% from last year. Um, so that's growing a lot. And I think the other interesting thing is that um, people who say they're going to bet with a bookie continues to decline. Uh, it was a fifth of all bettors two years ago. Uh, it was something like 15% last year. This year we're down uh, to 13% and we're going to bet, uh, explicitly bet illegally with a bookie. So, uh, and it's kind of the same story with the NFL that we saw um, with the Super Bowl. When we put those numbers out last last winter in March Madness this spring, you're kind of seeing people who for a long time, many years have, have bet as part of a bracket contest or a fantasy contest with friends. Um, now having the opportunity to bet on their phone or, or bet at a casino um kind of a lot of them are still doing fantasy in brackets and pools but now they're also moving into that legal um kind of traditional betting market and it's interesting to watch people as they move uh in that direction and especially as they move away from the explicitly illegal um explicitly illegal guys which is uh, partially a function of the uh the legal market geography expanding but also people becoming more aware uh of the of the legal options that are out there well, I know that, you know, the CEO of FanDuel, Amy Howe, um, is very interested in making sure that more and more people are moving away from the uh, the gray markets or the illegal markets into the, the regulated markets. I mean, how important is that for, for you and the, and the whole AGA? Well, it's really important uh, for us and our members. They obviously have a, a sort of a business, an explicit business stake in doing that, but it's also important. Uh, it's important for governments, right? They want to be able to collect uh, tax revenue uh, from this to fund things like education and social services and, and the other things that they put it towards. Uh, and it's also important for consumers. Um, if you're betting at an offshore site, um, you know, there's you, there's no consumer protections, right? There's uh, examples all over the place of sites shutting down uh, without you being able to withdraw your money. Uh, you have nobody to go and, and talk to if, if you think that something is uh, shady uh, or something goes wrong with your bets, you have no recourse. Whereas here in the United States, you can go talk uh, talk to a gambling regulator uh, in any state and they're extremely responsive uh, and they will uh, work to, to sort things out. Um, so it's important for, for basically all the stakeholders, right? Consumers, uh, the gaming companies, and all, as well as uh, state and local governments. You know, I know another thing that's really important to to you and to the AGA and, and us at 76 Capital is is responsible gaming and your have a game plan initiative. Um, why is that so important to you? Well, I mean, have a game plan is a, a really important um, uh, program for us. Uh, it, it's a, a proactive campaign to help people understand, uh, just remind people to have fun while they're betting on sports. Uh, we have dozens of partners involved now that include uh, obviously our members in the gaming industry, but also uh, teams uh, and leagues uh, involved in, in, in all the major sports. Uh, we have outside folks like yourself who are involved. Um, and the reason we have such broad support for it is that 
uh, everybody kind of recognizes the importance of building a sustainable uh, gaming market. Uh, and so have a game plan uh, is designed to just remind players uh, that this is supposed to be fun, uh, right? You should know the odds, you should keep it social, uh, you should uh, you know, bet responsibly. I think it's it's kind of unique. You know, we've done some research this summer on responsible gaming messaging for consumers, and um, there's a real disconnect when you ask people, you know, about responsible gaming messaging. Everybody immediately jumps to problem gambling messaging because for a long time that's all people have been exposed to, right? You see a an ad, any kind of sports betting ad, and every single one has a one eight hundred gambler or a similar number on it. And that's important because uh, there are people who have, have, have gambling problems and, and do need to use that. Um, but that's a distinct message from, from responsible gaming. Um, things like have a game plan, right? Reminding people who don't have a gambling problem that this is, this is fun. Uh, just take a beat, step back, right? If you're at a casino, you can get up from the table and go to an ATM or go get a drink or something. But if you're maybe at home playing, you don't have that opportunity and have a game plan is designed to have people just kind of take a beat Think about what you're doing. Remember that it's fun. Um, don't necessarily have to stop, um, but you know it's a game, uh, and, and it's designed to be entertainment. It's not designed to be anything more than that. Well, certainly the the operators who are who are putting out, you know, all of these um, different apps today, they're constantly getting better. They're constantly becoming more and more personalized. They're becoming more. Um, you know, exciting to use. But again, as you said, you just have to have to have, to have a game plan. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And the, the products are fun. They're designing a lot of, of new ways for people to, to bet and to uh, kind of bring more excitement to the games. I mean, I'm, I'm by no means a big sports better. I'm the definition of a casual, unsharp better. Um, but like when I bet, you know, yesterday was a, a Sunday when we we're recording this, when I bet yesterday, I made the games. Uh, more interesting, and if you can can come up with new ways for people to bet, um, you know everybody, uh, the sharp betters and the industry people, industry certain industry watchers like to kind of poo poo parlays and all that stuff uh, as as kind of bad bets, but they're fun, uh, and that's why people do them. Um, and not everybody is very few people are doing this to make a living, uh, and so the industry is is certainly coming up with new interesting ways for for people to bet and to enjoy the product. Well, it's certainly always interesting to watch on Twitter when someone hits some, you know, several leg parlay. It's always it's always fun to see, you know, and, and look, that's that's what it's all about. I mean, you, you you put 10 bucks down and you make some crazy multiple of that. That would that's that makes this all, you know, so much more fun and certainly a lot of fun for that specific person. Exactly. And there, yeah, there are people out there who make a living do this, doing this and they're, they're loud voices, but they're. Um, not representative of the, the kind of casual gaming consumer and what they're looking for uh, in this. People understand um, that this is not a, a long-term winning proposition. It's a, a form of entertainment. It's like going to the game. You're not going to make money going to the NFL game. Uh, you're probably not going to make money betting on them, but you're going to have fun. So one of the one of the reasons I was really excited having you on the show, certainly all this information about what AGA is doing and all the great things that you're doing, but also... Every year, you partner um, and you know and and help create G2E, and G2E is is the largest gaming you know convention in the world. It's based in Las Vegas. It's an absolute blast to go to. 
Uh, it's it's been you know coming back after COVID, and now I can't find a person that I don't know who's not going to be there. So uh, I'm really excited about you know going out to Vegas on October 10th for the G2E conference. And Dave, share with us some of the exciting things that are going to be happening at G2E that you and AGA have put together. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Everybody I talk to is is excited to get back this year. Um, for those who don't know, G2E uh, is kind of the biggest global gaming event uh, for the industry uh, of the year. It's where everybody uh, comes together. Uh, they get to see all the newest stuff. They get to uh, hear new ideas. They get to reconnect with people who, um, in some instances, maybe instances they might not have seen for two two plus years um, at this year. Um, so I'm really excited about this year. You know, we had it last year. We were one of the first shows I think to come back in person, and I think it was a, a a great success uh we created attendance but it was it was definitely a little different last year and i think this year for the first time uh you know since uh, the spring of 2020 we'll be probably back to feeling like we were uh, before uh the pandemic i mean enthusiasm is is strong uh, from folks in the industry i hear it from from folks in the media um you know we're going to have over 300 uh some odd uh exhibitors uh, there. Um, and like I said, we'll have everybody back this year. Last year, um, I think one of the, the missing things were people from, from overseas, from Europe. It was really difficult last year for a lot of people to travel because of various COVID rules or whatnot. And those are um, by and large gone. So we're going to be really excited to see some of the folks uh, come back from overseas who weren't able to join us uh, last year. Uh, and in terms of keynotes, we have a lot of really good content. Uh, our CEO, uh, Bill Miller is going to give his kind of annual state of the industry uh, speech one day, uh, one morning there. And I think uh, we'll talk a little bit about some new research that, that we're going to have uh, to make available for everybody uh, on the size of the, the illegal gaming market. Uh, and then uh, following him, we're going to have, uh, like we did last year, uh, a couple of roundtable discussions hosted by Contessa Brewer uh, from CNBC. Uh, the first one is going to uh, feature Craig Billings from Wynn and Derek Stevens from Circa, who are going to talk about uh, kind of the strip and the Nevada gaming market uh, specifically. Uh, then she'll follow that up with uh, uh, Jay Snowden from Penn Entertainment and Chairman uh, Sue Kim from Valleys, who will talk about uh, kind of regional casino trends and growth. Uh, and then finally, you'll probably be most excited for the, uh, the sports betting and iGaming discussion that she's going to host uh, with Amy Howe uh, from FanDuel and Jason Robbins uh, from DraftKings. So uh, those are kind of the big headline uh, 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 roundtables. I think last year's was really interesting. We had a, a Contessa moderated it. I think she broke some broke a little bit of news with, uh, with folks who were on it last year, so hopefully she'll uh, do that again this year. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see those. I'm excited to welcome everybody back. Um, we also have a lot of entertainment. Sorry, uh, it's all entertaining, but we have a lot of uh, education sessions. I think we have 80 plus education sessions that go on uh, throughout the week that are planned. Uh, you know, it's planned by people in the, in, in the industry for people um, in the industry. Uh, I know you've been involved, Wayne, in, in in putting some of those together. Um, I know you've spoken on a couple of panels in the education sessions in the past. And I think they're uh, I think they're always good. I think they've gotten better the last two years as we've kind of brought uh, folks from the industry in to help us plan them uh, and make them maybe a little more compelling for, for people who breathe this day in, day out. So um, I think a lot of people come to G2E, they might not know that the education stuff is there, but I think it's really 
really interesting and a really valuable uh, component of the show that uh, people should, uh, should come on in and, and, and join for a little while if you're able. Well, it's unbelievable, you know, to go and see all the exhibitors, the slot machines, the new games, the, you know, all, all the things that are happening across the overall gaming industry. And now the sports betting piece is brought into it. And you mentioned that, you know, Contessa is going to be, you know, interviewing. I mean, it, it may, it's amazing how CNBC and, and Contessa Brewer really have been great partners to G2E and and have I remember last year broadcasting from the floor and you know she interviewed a couple of our, our CEOs, one of which, you know, Matt Holt from US Integrity and, and featured a couple of our different companies, you know, from you know, on her, you know, as part of her um, reporting that she did there. And then this year, as you said, I mean, you know, she'll have Jason and Amy and, you know, talking about FanDuel and DraftKings, the two largest players on the on the online side of, of sports betting. And then, my God, I mean, just having Derek Stevens on the stage, I mean, people are going to be blown away. I mean, people don't know Derek and haven't, you know, taken a trip from the strip down to, you know, down to Fremont Street and seeing what's going on in downtown Las Vegas and going to his three-story sports book or going outside to see Stadium Swim, which is an unbelievable venue to actually be able to go swimming and have a drink and place bets. I mean, there's there's nothing like it. It's it's amazing. You mentioned Jay Snowden, you know. So, you know, you I think it was a couple of weeks ago you had the barstool guys at at Circa by the pool. I mean, so you know, it's like everyone kind of working together in this industry, doing some really fun things together, and and that's what to me that's what G two E is all about. I mean, unbelievable networking and opportunity for people to just learn and and get to know you know all the major people across the industry. And you know, we're really excited to have had the opportunity to to talk with you, learn about all the things that are going on in the industry, hearing about what's coming up, you know, in in G two E, and and I get to also then talk to Corby, you know, and she'll give me kind of the the angle on how everything, you know, worked out there. So, you know, Dave, I, I appreciate it. And, you know, you coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, Corby is uh, a much better equipped than I am to talk about the nitty gritty of G2E, but hopefully I, uh, you know, people should come, people should enjoy it. And I, I hope to, see, I know I'll see you there. I hope to see uh, a lot of other folks there too. Well, absolutely. And I can't let you go. One, one last thing, Dave. I mean, when you look at G2E and you look at this conference that, you know, that, that again, it's the largest gaming conference in the world. What are some of your, you know, your, your memories over the last couple of years? So the last, the couple of things that have really sort of stood out or things or maybe even something that you just, that you're really, really looking forward to doing this year. Well, I think one of the things that we, we've kind of tried to change a little, and you touched on this earlier when you, you kind of uh, noted that CNBC and Contessa Brewer have kind of been out front on and getting into gaming. Um, I think a few years ago, you know better than I was, gaming as an investment area was kind of sleepy. Uh, people didn't pay that much attention to it maybe five or six years ago. And now, you know, it gets a lot more coverage. It's a lot more high profile in the investment um, space. Obviously, you're paying a lot of attention to it. Um, so we have CNBC there. We had uh, filming from the floor last year. Um, you know, we've also got, we had it last year. We're going to have it again. Last year you participated. We're going to have it again this year. Um, we've tried to incorporate some some uh, financial and investment tracks into the education sessions where people can talk about kind of the industry as an investment vehicle and, and the industry as a business. Um, so we didn't have that before. And I think that's something that's really interesting um, that we, we've added to G2E to kind of um, capitalize on a lot of the attention that the industry is getting um, from the investment community. 
Well, once again, it's Dave, it's been really great having you on the show. Please, you know, send our best to the rest of the AGA team. And I look forward to seeing everybody, you know, out there in, in Las Vegas on, on October 10th through the 15th. And we'll all be, you know, at the Las Vegas Convention Center, you know, walking around and, and hopefully everyone gets, gets a chance to meet everybody. I think that's one of the beautiful things about the conference is just, you know, there's just everyone is pretty much accessible walking around trying to just figure out ways to to really make the overall industry better. Yeah, it's great. I look forward to seeing seeing you out there, seeing other folks out there. Uh, make sure you come to the uh, Venetian Convention Center. Don't go to the uh, Las Vegas Convention Center, but uh, we'll we'll see you, we'll see you there. It, it, it's a really friendly friendly group. It's a great time, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing everyone in a few weeks. The Venetian Convention Center in Las Vegas for G2E. Thanks, Dave. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, Wayne. Anytime. Corby, welcome to our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. Hi, Wayne. It's great to see you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's been it's awesome to have you on the show. Just had such a great conversation, you know, with Dave Foreman from the AGA, and it's exciting to have you. Corby Carrison, the event vice president of G2E on our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. And I just can't wait to hear more about G2E and, and really from the expert, the person that runs the whole thing. I mean, Dave was saying he knows a little bit, he knows about the programming, but I really hope that you can share with us all the, you know, what really what's G2E all about and, and why do people go? Yeah, I would love to share that, Wayne. First of all, G2E is the premier gaming event for the industry worldwide, encompassing the commercial and tribal gaming entities. So it, it is a place for people to come and do business from all over the world, regardless of the type of gaming that you're involved in. G2E came into existence in 2001 as a partnership between Reed Exhibitions and the American Gaming Association. So it's a, it's a joint venture that we work on together and we serve the global gaming industry in lots of different ways. We provide a lot of thought leadership, education across the sector, a lot of networking opportunities, and perhaps the most the most looked forward to piece of G2E is the Expo Hall floor, which will be open October 11th through 13th in Las Vegas, just not too far away. Well, it's it's really exciting. Um, you know, this is a big year for G2E. Uh, last year was kind of almost back. This year, it's fully back. People will be able to come from all over the world uh, to G2E. Uh, this must be an exciting time for you. And also, it's a really exciting time from the, the vantage point of what we look at from 76 Capital about how many sports-related entities, sports betting operators, and just all the different kind of newer pieces to the gaming industry in the regulated gaming industry across the U.S. are now part of, of G2E. It must be, must be exciting for you as well. Our whole team just cannot wait to be on site. It's It's been a long journey the last few years, that's for sure. And our, our team really puts so much into making G2E a great experience for all of our attendees and our exhibitors. And certainly the landscape of all of that has changed since 2018 with the overturning of PASPA. That was, that, was, that was a very different G2E going back before that. There was not a lot of talk about sports betting at G2E. In, in those days. And certainly that has changed a lot in the last four years. 
well, what was G2E like? I mean, if you can give a little bit pre-PASPA, pre-when sports betting became such a big part of it, what what was what was mostly happening at G2E? There were a lot of people interested in what we call core gaming, and that is anything that you might see at a casino. So anything from slot machine technology, table games, um, a lot of different non-gaming, perhaps, uh, things that you might see at casinos, entertainment, certainly payments technologies were well represented at G2E. And the the uh, sports betting piece was represented somewhat, but nothing like it is today. It's always been a, a popular part of the casinos where it has been legal. And certainly we have seen a big expansion of that in the last four years. So what are some of the things that we should look out for for this year, for specifically from a sports betting perspective at, at G2E this year? Well, this year, I think you'll you'll see more than ever the presence in the education program around sports betting. And if, if I go back in my mind all the way to 2018, where, which was the first year that we really had a, a, a focused uh, lens on sports betting, we had a sports betting symposium at G2E that year for the very first time. And we were talking about topics like how do you get into the space? What sort of vendors do you, should you look for if you're interested in getting into that space? And certainly over the last few years, our, our audience has really um, consumed a lot of that knowledge and really gone beyond that sort of point of view. So some of the things that I, I was just looking at our, our education program, and there are a lot of different and really robust offerings, things that aren't just about how do you function in a sports betting environment, but it, it also has topics such as how does sports betting appear in the Native American casino environment, or how do, uh, how do you appeal to women who are perhaps sports bettors or betting on women's sports, all the way over to What's the intersection between sports betting and the financial community? That's not something that we were talking about four years ago, but certainly today it's really top of mind. So that's also where you, you come and you learn about these topics or interact with people who are like-minded and want to discuss those topics in, in the education program, but that carries over into the expo hall. And there are so many of those technology providers that you can meet at G2E in the Expo Hall and see what new offerings they might have. Things have certainly evolved in the American space, that's for sure, and globally as well in the Latin American space too. So there are a lot of a lot of providers of the technologies that have new things to share and are anxious to have conversations across across the ecosystem for gaming. I think it's a really interesting point you just made. I mean, sports betting and the regulated sports betting in the United States is a new thing. Um, and it's, you know, as you said, since 2018. Um, but sports betting has is not a new thing around the rest of the world. And I think there's something that's what's really interesting. And, and I, one of the things I love about, about G2E is the fact that you get an opportunity to meet people from all over the world. And you can learn so much from these, you, know, you said, whether it's technology companies, operators, 
that have been operating in a regulated market and now are coming to the U.S. to do business here. So it's really fascinating to see how much networking and, and opportunities that you get to meet people um, while you're there. That's true. And, and I think, Wayne, one thing that you and I have talked about going back a long ways is that sports is something that is people are passionate about. Sports came came on the scene, of course, ages ago, but more recently, sports equals sports betting. And th that's something that people are talking about now that the, the U.S. has a, a regulated sports betting environment and sports betting really does equal G2E. So if you're interested in that regulated and legal sports environment, G2E is the place to be to connect with people about sports betting and about sports as well. Well, it's, it's really going to be a, an exciting time in Las Vegas at the Venetian Convention Center um, where it, it all happens, you know, and it, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I know that, you know, Dave shared with me that there are going to be some great keynote speakers. We talked about Amy Howe um, from FanDuel. We talked about the fact that Jason from DraftKings will also be there. Um, and then, you know, I remember, you know, one of our one of the events that, that we did that you came to at, at Circa uh, in their brand new three-story sports book, I, I heard that Derek Stevens is now is also going to be one of the speakers. He is, and he always has fun and interesting things to say. So it'll be really great to hear him teamed up with uh, Craig Billings and, of course, being moderated conversation by Contessa Brewer. So that will be really interesting to see where their conversation goes and Certainly that property is is amazing and the sports book is is really second to none. Well, I said in, in earlier with Dave, I said, you got, if you haven't seen it, you got to go check it out while you're in town. Go and, and see what he built. I mean, it really is. It's really interesting. It's a, it's certainly something that's that's innovative and really pushing things to the for the to the future. But at the same time, when you really walk around town in Las Vegas over the last couple of years, a lot of the casino operators have really upgraded what they're doing. There's a lot of new, interesting things coming, they're happening out there. Um, you know, I guess in, in a couple of years from now at G2E, the Mirage will not be the Mirage. So that'll be interesting to see what's going to be across the street from there. Um, so it's just, it's really interesting to see how much excitement and, and also innovation and, and new developments that are occurring across the industry, not only in Las Vegas, but now really truly across all the United States, Canada, Latin America, as you described. I mean, there's so much happening really truly everywhere now um, in this industry, which has just really gotten be, to continue to get to grow and grow and grow. And the opportunities for people to get involved and come out and learn about it is, is, is really going to be special. So, um, you know, Corby, I, I got to tell you, like, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, what, so what, 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 what haven't we talked about? What, what else should people check out while they're, while they're in town? Well, certainly we would love to have you check out the Expo Hall at G2E, which is going to include the Innovation Lab. And that's not a brand new concept, but we have some new programming inside the Innovation Lab and a lot to do with emer emerging technologies. We've had chatting about sports related concepts in the Innovation Lab before, but this year will be more than ever and some, some really interesting conversations that you can't miss 
check out the website globalgamingexpo.com and there you'll see some details about what's happening in the innovation lab as well as the other part of our core education program but i would encourage everyone as you go and you visit those those sports vendors check out the innovation lab check out the conversations and the emerging technology there too well we have a little special um, gift i would say right to to all of our viewers and listeners that have hung in there and, and, and really listen to this really exciting conversation around G2E on our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. And, you know, Corby, why don't you share with everybody what, what you're offering? Certainly. Well, we want to invite the all the friends of 76 Capital to come to G2E Expo Hall for free. So we've given Wayne a special code and you can go online. I think Wayne will be linking that code along with uh, with this webcast and you can click on that go through the registration process on the g2e website and you will be able to access the expo hall at g2e for free so we just really want to encourage everybody who is within the 76 capital ecosystem interested in sports betting and in in gaming more more broadly please join us at g2e education starts on october 10th Expo Hall will be open the 11th through the 13th, and we are sure that there will be something that you'll learn and people that you will connect with in order to move your business forward. Well, thank you so much. I mean, that's amazing. We will absolutely post this link. Um, and all you need is a plane ticket to go out to Vegas, or if you're in Nevada, just, just stop over to the Venetian and come on in and uh, use use the code that we'll provide. And and that's that's just so kind and 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 thank you so much, you know, for for sharing this with our audience. Uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, help fill the place for you. And I mean, my God, fill the place. I, as I was saying earlier, I don't know anyone who's not going. So you'll be <laughs> part of not only just the gaming community from around the world, but also the sports the sports community. I mean, teams, leagues, brands, everyone's coming out because. Everyone recognizes the opportunity in and around, you know, sports and gaming and, and the opportunity to, to really continue to grow an industry that is, 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 is could be, could be, and is quite frankly, and will be even bigger. So it's, it's an exciting time for all of us. And again, Corby, thank you. Thank Thank you to G2E, to AGA, to Dave and the, and the whole team over there. I mean, it's um, it's been great having you on the show. I can't wait to see everybody in Las Vegas. Um, as you said, starting on the 10th of October, the exhibit hall opening on the 11th, running through the week, um, and it, it, it'll be a great time um, for all. Great, thank you, Wayne. We can't wait to see you there. All right, see everyone at G2E. Thanks, everybody.